People ask Chris and me all the time, what is the best online sports book? And that is an easy, easy answer. MyBookie.ag is the best online sports book, and it's not even close. Go check it out for yourself, MyBookie.ag. Check out their sports book. I'm telling you, they got two-day payouts. You can talk to somebody in English. You can chat with them online, call them, do whatever you need to. You can deposit however you want to. Best online sports book out there. They got live odds, the best live odds. They got the best early uh, lines. I'm telling you, everything about this place is awesome. So go check it out. Put in promo code WCE100 when you sign up. They're going to give you a 100% deposit bonus. Right off the bat, you're making money. You don't even have to do anything. It doesn't get any better than that. So check out mybookie.ag. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you kidding me? Honey Badger don't care. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It is the Friday, October 13th edition of the show. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. Uh, I'm a little discombobulated today. We are running way behind on getting this thing out there. But I did want to go ahead and get our picks podcast out. Uh, I just got back home from Orlando. We spent a week at Disney World. It was fantastic. So if you have not been, make sure and add that to your bucket list. Uh, we took my daughter, uh, my wife, and I. It was fantastic, to say the least. It, it was it was such a good time. Uh, I did not have nearly enough time to get the podcast stuff out. Um, but I did get one out for the college football recap on Tuesday. And then Tuesday and Wednesday were spent all day in the park. Thursday, most of the day, driving to my in-laws. And today, Friday, spent driving from South Alabama up to... Uh, up to Memphis. So, I am here now. Let me go ahead and run through these fairly quickly. We'll, we'll make it easy for you. Uh, let me go ahead and give you Chris's picks. All right, so we've got five college football picks and three NFL picks each. Um, going to give you Chris's. Two of mine hit last night. So, I had uh, Louisiana Lafayette minus 14 at home against Texas State. Louisiana Lafayette covered. They went 24-7. And I had the Philadelphia Eagles plus 3.5 at the Carolina Panthers. That one hit as well. Carolina uh, loses 28-23 at home. The Eagles got the win. Move them to 5-1. and one. Start out, I mean, that's, that's not bad. Not bad. But here are Chris's picks. Let's go ahead and run through these. College football first. He's got Purdue plus 15.5 at Wisconsin. Now, let me go ahead and tell you this. The lines come from mybookie.ag, and we make our picks and go ahead and put our bets in on Monday. So these lines are from Monday. They may have switched. I have seen Purdue as much as plus 17. That's even better for Chris. So Purdue plus 15.5 at Wisconsin. Chris got TCU minus 4.5 at Kansas State. 
I can see where he's going on that. Kansas State's uh, starting quarterback, Jesse Ertz, is out. So they will be starting a backup quarterback. And Kansas State uh, did lose by six at Texas in uh, in overtime last week. So you would think that TCU might be a little bit better uh, than Texas. He has uh, Middle Tennessee State at UAB. He's got UAB plus five. Bill Clark and what they're doing in Birmingham is nothing short of remarkable. Basically, they self-imposed the death penalty. They shut down their program. They have come back. They are 3-2 and two already this year. Middle Tennessee State has looked good in spots. We don't know what to make of them just yet. Um, but UAB plus 5 looks to be a good play here. Uh, UAB is at home. He's got Vanderbilt plus 3 at Ole Miss. Uh, I would expect uh, Ralph Webb is going to... Uh, come out running. He, he's had a tough go of it the last few weeks against Georgia and Alabama and Florida. Uh, Ole Miss's line is nothing like those three. Their run defense uh, it can't stop anybody. So go ahead and take Vandy plus three. And he's got Navy plus four at Memphis. The only thing that I don't like about this is while I do like Navy plus four because historically they have been able to handle Memphis's defense and Memphis has, what, five or six starters out on defense right now. This would be a good spot for Navy to put up a whole lot of yards, a whole lot of points. And the problem that I have is that Navy is coming to Memphis for an afternoon game, and it's supposed to be close to 90 degrees. They're from Annapolis, Maryland. It's not that hot up there. But at the same time, it is Navy. It is the U.S. Naval Academy. If anybody's built to be able to withstand that, I would think Navy would be it. So Navy plus four is his pick there. Um, his NFL picks, Pats at the Jets. He's got the Jets plus nine and a half. He is saying that any good defensive team will be able to hang with the Pats. He doesn't think the Jets are going to win. He just thinks that nine and a half is too many points. He likes the Rams plus two and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the Jags had a big win against Pittsburgh last week. They have done this thing all year where they get a big win and then they follow it up with a disastrous outing. So they they started out with a big win against the Texans on the road, came back, and lost the next game. Got blown out by the Titans at home. Uh, they went to London and blew out the Baltimore Ravens 44-7. to Came back and went to New York and got beat by the Jets. Uh, last week, they went on the road and absolutely handed it to the Pittsburgh Steelers 30-9. to Now it looks like the Rams will come in and hand it to the Jags. So, that's his thinking there. Broncos minus 12 at home against the New York Giants. Uh, for Chris, Broncos minus 12 at home against the New York Giants. The Giants are abysmal. They lost four wide receivers last week. I don't even know how many are actually going to play this week. I do know that Odell Beckham Jr. is out for the year. I don't look for good things to happen here. I, I think the Broncos defense will be able to slam whoever they toss out there. Uh, Broncos minus 12 looks like a good pick to me. All right, now my picks. Uh, I've got four college and two NFL because obviously I had a college and an NFL hit last night. So started off the week 2-0. and Let's look at this one. Charlotte plus 17 at Western Kentucky. Now here's my thinking on this. No, Charlotte is not great, but they have played really well in the last few weeks. Western Kentucky is only 1-5 and against the spread this year, and they still have not figured things out since Jeff Brom left. Coaching is everything here, and their new coach has not figured out how to work with the the backups that they had under Braum. Braum lost a lot of seniors last year. It was perfect timing for him to go to Purdue. 
So, with Western Kentucky being 1-5 and five against the number this year and Charlotte playing better as of late, Charlotte plus 17 is the pick. Next one, I have Auburn minus 6.5 at LSU. I've seen that has ballooned up to 7 in some spots. I don't think it matters. Florida was missing all sorts of people last week. They were favored by 3. They got beat by 1 to, uh, to LSU. I still don't think that LSU's lines are very good. What they, what they do offensively is incredibly basic. And there's nothing that they can do about it. Danny Etling is not a good quarterback. Um, Auburn has not won in Baton Rouge since 1999, and you know that they will be gunning for this one. This will be this is a very very big game for them. So that's the CBS 2:30 game. Take Auburn minus six and a half, or even take a minus seven. I think Auburn wins by at least two touchdowns here. Next game up, Texas A&M plus three at Florida. A&M can run the football. They've got playmakers. Florida is losing, I mean, at this point, I think they're down 15 starters. I mean, it, it or 15, like, contributors. It is ridiculous. So, I don't think, after an emotional loss last week, I don't look for Florida to get back up off the mat. I think Texas A&M comes out and wins this game at the Swamp. I think they're going to win enough games to keep Kevin Sumlin around, which may not be good for Aggie fans, but I could totally see this team going 9-3. and three. But this is about the time of the year where they end up dropping off and whatnot. And normally, under most circumstances, in most years, anytime a team gets beat by Alabama, more often than not, they end up coming out flat the next week. So we'll see uh, We'll see if that trend holds. I don't think it does. I think A&M comes out and gets the win in Gainesville. South Carolina plus 2.5 at Tennessee. If I am not mistaken, that line is now Tennessee minus 3.5. I still like South Carolina plus three and a half. I like them plus two and a half. I like South Carolina to win this game. It all depends on what Gamecocks team shows up. Will Muschamp is 5-0 and against Tennessee. And yes, Tennessee had a week off. But Quentin Dormady, it looks like he will be transferring from the program possibly. There's, there's locker room problems. There's coaching problems. There are all sorts of issues going on in Knoxville. I don't think this is the week that they get it fixed. Jake Bentley is a fantastic quarterback. Yes, they are missing uh, their most explosive offensive player for the rest of the year, Debo Samuel. But I think South Carolina finds a way to get this done. They can run the football. They can throw. That that Tennessee secondary is not anything to write home about. So South Carolina plus two and a half. My NFL picks. The Arizona passing defense is awful. And the Cardinals host the Bucks this week. The Bucks are two and a half point favorites. I don't think that's enough points. I think the Bucks, after getting beat at home by the Patriots last week in such a close game, I think they come out firing. They know that they've got weapons all over the field uh, at wide receiver and whatnot. And Doug Johnson is back. And I I like this. Sorry, Martin, not Johnson. Martin for Tampa Bay is back. He uh, he looked good last week against the Patriots. Uh, look for the Bucks to win by at least a touchdown, possibly more on the road. And my upset special in the NFL this week, along with the Eagles plus three and a half at the Panthers, I like the Lions plus five at the Saints. I think the Lions defense is really good, and I really like Matt Stafford. I think this will be a lot lower scoring than people think, and I think the Lions keep it within that five points. So here's the rundown again. Charlotte plus 17 at Western Kentucky. Auburn minus 6.5 at LSU, A&M plus 3 at Florida, South Carolina plus 2.5 at Tennessee. For Chris, it's Purdue plus 15.5 at Wisconsin, TCU minus 4.5 at Kansas State, 
Middle Tennessee State at UAB, UAB plus five, Vandy plus three at Ole Miss, Navy plus four at Memphis. And for our NFL picks, mine are the Bucks minus two and a half at the Cardinals and the Lions plus five at the New Orleans Saints. For Chris, his three NFL picks are the Pats at the Jets, Jets plus nine and a half, the Rams plus two and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the New York Giants at the Denver Broncos, the Broncos minus 12. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, Next week, we will be back on a more regular schedule. Uh, We should have, I've talked to several people. I think we're going to have Josh Parcell. I think we're going to have Gary Parrish. We're going to have uh, Keith Easterwood. He's a the grassroots basketball expert and whatnot. He's he's a recruiting guy and whatnot. You hear him on Gary Parrish's show all the time on ESPN 92.9 in Memphis. Fantastic listen. Uh, we should be having all of those next week. If we can't fit them all in, we'll put them in on the following week. But expect some of those. Anyway, for now, that is going to wrap it up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899 and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show and until next time, have a good one guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.